Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. You got to score points to win. You can't win without scoring points. Touchdown Raiders! He went right through the line and gives Vegas a touchdown to extend the lead. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. Yeah, buddy. Here I am. DeMond's back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. He's been locked in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio all day long. Started out with the morning tailgate with Clay Baker, Vinny Bonsignor, and Heidi Fang from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Held it down with JT the Brick from noon to 2. And now going to knock knock it out and hang out for the next three hours, 2 to 5 p.m. Right here, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. So DeMond's doing yeoman's work. I was out at the Inter, Inter Mountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ, there for uh, head coach Josh McDaniels. He talked to us this morning about 945. Then we uh, were able to check out practice for a matter of uh, about 10, 15 minutes. And then we had some locker room action. So it's been a very busy day for the both of us. And we're going to be here to finish off this week really strong. Very excited about the opportunity to talk with you for the next three hours here, Raider Nation. Got a lot of great guests to get to on the show. Plenty to talk about when it comes to this game on Sunday versus the Chargers. And then when it's all said and done, man, get ready to get in that car and head down the highway, head to L.A., SoFi Stadium, and uh, be there, be in attendance on Sunday to see what the Raiders do against the Chargers, see how they start their season off, uh, bring you some locker room action, some post-game action as well to bring it back here on Raider Nation Radio 920 on Monday. So very excited about the opportunity. DeMond, before we get into anything, and we got to get going. I mean, today's one of those, man, we can't linger around. We can't have no stories. I mean, we just got to get going, going, and going because, man, today's like boom, 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 just fast and furious. But before we really get going, uh, again, and I think this has been planned now. Every time that I am not in studio, and I've been there the last three days, three days in a row, it's been like the record that I've been in, in studio pretty much all training camp, right? All training camp, all preseason. It was really hit or miss as far as me being in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. And the one day <laughs> that I'm not there, all of a sudden you receive food. And you receive some really good food now for the second time. So tell us about it real quick. Yeah, Joe Stone Crab. I mean, Q. Yeah, you keep missing out. Winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner for me, as the saying goes, because you're just not here to get it. I know that it's, you know, it's the steak, it's the seafood. That's what. Oof. That's the bread and butter. But when they bring in that chicken, you know, you take a bite of something, you're like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then you take that right bite. Yeah. And it was like, no, 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 this isn't just pretty good. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is amazing. I had that moment, and I'm mad that no one was able was around me so I could look at him and say, hey, man. Grab some of this chicken. Yeah, I'm mad that I wasn't there to say, hey, man, let me grab some of this chicken. And no joke, I uh, I literally, about 15 minutes ago, I'm here at the house. I, about 15 minutes ago, I walked to the kitchen. I opened up the fridge, and there's nothing. There is absolutely nothing there to eat. I looked, and I saw some leftovers from something I ate this past weekend. This past weekend, me and the wife had gone out to breakfast or something, so I said, well, maybe this is still good. And I looked at it. There was no chance it was still good. So not only did I miss out on the food that's there at the radio station, the great food that's at the radio station, here at the house, I have nothing. <laughs> so there you go. Like you said, winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, uh, again, let them know where you got the, the food from and what would you have again. Joe Stone Crab, and I had the fried chicken. They also had some steak sandwiches, but like like finger food almost steak sandwiches. Nice. And it's one of those, man, this steak is so good, and they're just putting it on a sandwich? Yes, they are. <laughs> it was that good. I mean, come on. And nice. then the kettle chips, I also love kettle chips. 
you know, like the little potato chips, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And also the key lime pie. Dang, which is still a whole meal. A full meal, Q, a full meal. They brought it all, you know, no expense was spared. They really hooked it up today. Wow, well, shout out to them, man. Happy uh, that they at least hooked you up with some food and you, uh, you're taken care of because, again, you've been there at the radio station in that studio all day long. So if anyone deserved it, it definitely was you. And also they're the proud sponsors of Q's Kickoff, which is the pregame to the pregame show uh, every, every Sunday or Monday or Thursday whatever the case may be at Allegiant Stadium before all home games. Uh, of course, we'll have Q's kickoff, which is the, the early pregame show, so they'll be the proud sponsor this upcoming season. So very excited about that. So I'm glad to know that, Damon, you were taken care of. And, again, thank you very much for getting hooked up. Now, let me go ahead and get into the guest that we have coming up on the show today. Man, we are going to go fast and furious. I mentioned it on Thursday's show, but, man, it's the real deal right now. First of all, I was in the locker room just a little while ago, so I had a one-on-one conversation with Zamir White. You'll hear that sometime in the show. Uh, Tyron Johnson, a.k.a. T. Billy, had an opportunity to talk with him. That was a little group setting. Mac Hollins got an opportunity to catch up with him. He's a captain of the Raiders, uh, one of the eight captains of the Raiders this, uh, this year. Hunter Renfro got an opportunity to talk to him, and also Divine Diablo got a chance to talk to him. And actually, speaking of Divine Diablo, he's the guy who showed up on the injury report today. You know, the last two days, the Raiders have had a clean injury report. Nobody to report today. Uh, his... He came up with the wrist injury, and uh, he wasn't listed on Wednesday, not listed on Thursday, but he was a full participant in practice on Friday. So nothing to worry about. They have to list him if they have any kind of injury. And so Divine Diablo has been dealing with a a little wrist ailment for a little while, uh, but a full participant on Friday, and we talked to him in the locker room following practice. So nothing to, uh, to worry about. But you'll hear from those guys throughout the course of the show. But our first guest that we have coming up is the two-time WNBA MVP. That's Asia Wilson for the Las Vegas Aces right here in town. She'll join us at 2.15, talk all things Aces. We know exactly who they'll be playing in the final starting on Sunday. That is the Connecticut Sun, and that's a very tough team. They're a team that likes to play physical, but we'll talk to Asia Wilson coming up at 2.15. At 2.30, Kaylee Hartung, Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football sideline reporter. And, of course, all Thursday Night Football games will be on Amazon Prime outside of last night's Thursday night football game, which uh, the Buffalo Bills gave the business to the Rams, uh, spoiling their little uh, celebration that they had as they were the defending Super Bowl champions and had the the banner raised and had the trophy out there. Odell Beckham Jr. was out there having a good time, but the Buffalo Bills had the last laugh and they gave the business to the Rams. So uh, every Thursday night football game following this past week will be on Amazon Prime, and Kaylee Hartung is going to be the sideline reporter for that, so she'll join us at 2.30. 3 o'clock, Bridget Condon from NFL Network. She'll join us to talk all things Chargers. We talk Chargers each and every day. As that's the team up on the schedule for the Silver and Black. First team getting things started for the 2022 season. They have their uh, injury report that's out. J.C. Jackson is doubtful for Sunday. Donald Parham Jr. is doubtful for Sunday. And then they added Drew Tranquil, the linebacker. He's uh, questionable with a back injury. He was limited in practice today. So we'll talk about the injury report, talk about what she's hearing from Chargers camp. We'll get all that from Bridget coming up at 3 o'clock. 3.30, Austin Gale from The Ringer. Used to be part of Pro Football Focus. He'll join the show to talk about all things NFL. He'll also talk about the Raiders and the Chargers, both sides of the of the, of the game coming up on Sunday to kind of break down what he's looking for, where he thinks the game will be won and lost. Uh, that'll be Austin Gale coming up at 3.30. Then at 4.30, uh, Darren Brown uh, from uh, UFOs Footwear. I believe that's how you say it. Is that how you say it, Damon? UFOs? Spot on. Okay, UFOs. And even if, if you didn't know, you were going to roll with it, huh? <laughs> I'll follow you into the dark. <laughs> I respect that. But they're, uh, they actually have a sponsorship with the Raiders now, and they have a sponsorship with Derek Carr. And so they sent out this, uh, 
you know, this update and this uh, like newsletter to me yesterday. And so I started kind of going back and forth and uh, decided that, you know what, sounds like something that uh, I'd like to talk about uh, with uh, Darren Brown. And again, uh, you know, a lot of folks, including myself, wear uh, slides around the house sometimes. And these are very, very comfortable. And I've seen a lot of the players in the Raiders facility wearing these around, not only, uh, you know, just at the facility, but in the locker room. Uh, very comfortable, uh, relaxing shoes that they could put on and then also help recovery. They have a little recovery recovery uh, style with those shoes. So Darren Brown will join us at 4.30, and then we'll close things off with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. He joins us each and every week. We'll talk all things football, both college and the pro game. And, of course, when it comes to the betting lines, we've got to talk Raiders and Chargers as the Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites going into Sunday. So how is Lee Sterling seeing all that? So those are the guests that we have coming up on the show today. Asia Wilson at 2.15, Kaylee Hartung at 2.30, Bridget Condon at 3, Austin Gale at 3.30, Darren Brown at 4.30, and Lee Sterling at 4.45. Oh, don't forget, plus we'll have plenty of sounds from the Raiders, Raiders locker rooms, Amir White, uh, Tyron Johnson, Mac Hollins, Hunter Renfro, and Divine Diablo. So as you can tell, as I mentioned on Thursday's show, very, very busy. Also got a question that was uh, thrown out to me by my man Will. He hit me up on Twitter and said, Q, how are you so positive about this game when you've seen firsthand how bad this offensive line is? Help me out here, please. And his response, his, his questioning, the reason he said that is because I'm very confident that the Raiders are going to win on Sunday. I've been very confident all week. I think they win 27-20. I said that a couple days ago, and I'm, I'm sticking with that. Like I said, I feel very comfortable in that. And he just said, how are you so positive when you've seen the offensive line struggle? And look, we saw what happened to Matt Stafford in the Rams last night. They have an offensive line that is, is questionable. He got sacked seven times. But honestly, Will, and, and anyone else, the reason why I'm so confident, and this could be fool's gold, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm really confident in this coaching staff, and I'm really confident in this front office. I mean, really, it's, it's bottom line. I'm just very comfortable, and I'm very confident in what they're doing and what they're seeing. And we talked about how much salary cap space they have. They have over $16 million in salary cap space right now. If they didn't believe, and maybe they believe more in themselves than they should, I don't know. We'll see starting on Sunday. If they didn't believe that they had this offensive line in a position where it was going to be okay and they weren't, uh, they weren't too stressed out about it, they would have gone and made some kind of move. Either they would have signed someone as a free agent or they would have made a trade. They've shown you that they're not, afraid to, they're not afraid to make a trade, right? They're not afraid to move some draft capital to bring in the players that they need. So since they didn't make a move, I feel like there's something to – what they have cooking, and obviously we'll see it starting on Sunday. But hit us up on the text line at 69187, keyword r Let me know how confident you are in this front office and this coaching staff, or maybe you're not. If you're not, that's okay as well. 69187, keyword r Coming up next, the two-time WNBA MVP. That's Asia Wilson. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Expected to hear from the two-time WNBA MVP, Asia Wilson, in a matter of minutes. So before we get into it, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. And as promised, as we jump into the opening drive, we're joined now on the phone lines by the two-time WNBA MVP. That's Asia Wilson from our Las Vegas Aces. And Asia, when you hear that two-time WNBA League MVP, how does that sound to you? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. That's what it really sounds like. Um, it's still pretty unbelievable. But, hey, we're, we're, we're rocking and rolling, heading into the finals. 
Yeah, you really are. And we found out last night you're going to be taking on the Connecticut Sun. And, of course, I mean, any team that you're going to play, the Sun or the Sky, was going to be a tough out. But just looking at the Sun, what, what are your early thoughts on, on playing them in the finals? Um, it's going to be a good series. Uh, I think they have a, a lot of weapons. We have a lot of weapons. So we're going to see how we match up against them. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun, a fast-paced game, hopefully, and hopefully get some buckets. Yeah, and, you know, Asia, I remember media day before the season started, and you sat down with me and you were talking about what Coach Becky Hammond, how she was going to use you and how you were excited to play with the, the rest of your teammates, and you guys were all excited about this season, and then it turns into a trip to the finals. Did it just kind of play out the way that she told you before the season even started? Um, yeah, kind of in a way. We knew that we were going to be a different look. We are going to have a different look to our team and what we do, and um, I think we were going to take the lead by a storm. I think that's kind of what we did, and we just continued to just build and grow with one another and lean on each other, and, yeah, we got it to the final. So the job's not done. Still got their moments that we need to take care of, but it's definitely been something. It's been a breath of fresh air for sure. How long did it take for the whole team to buy into what Coach Hammond was saying? I think it was very quickly. I think it didn't take forever because we knew what Becky brought to the table uh, at the end of the day. We knew that we wanted to play not only for ourselves but for her. And when you have a coach that if her needs is good, she'll be out there with us and the fire that she brings, uh, you, can, you can't really go wrong in that situation. So it's been great so far to be coached under Becky and her knowledge of the game speaks for itself. Talking right now with Asia Wilson here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. And Asia, I think I found out the same time you found out about you only playing four minutes or resting four minutes, excuse me, in that Seattle Storm series. How much did that blow your mind when you heard that stat? <laughs> it was pretty insane. I think I was more in awe about that stat than the actual MVP because, I mean, I, I know that that's unheard of. Um, but I've prepped for moments like this. Like, I knew coming in that I was going to be a big piece to what we do. And if I'm rocking and rolling, then my team can too. So um, I'm just grateful that I'm in a good good enough shape to get me through the postseason. Um, so, yeah, it, it was crazy to find that out, though. Because when you think about it, it's like four minutes is like a song. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so it's just pretty crazy to think about that. Yeah, it really is. I'm glad you put it that way. And, you know, you said after game one against Seattle, that performance is not going to happen again. What What was it? How did that click and change? How did the, you just flip the script like that? Uh, I just had to dig deep, just really had to dig deep into who I am and realize who I am and understand that I didn't make it this far just to be this far. I want to take it to the next level, and I have to perform high at a very high level for my teammates. So it's kind of one of those things where I kind of got knocked off my rocker, but I got back up on the horse and – figured out who I was and took care of business. So my teammates were behind me 100%, and I'm so grateful for them. Yeah, and Asia, talk about your teammates. I mean, Chelsea Gray, how incredible has she played, especially in this postseason run? Insane. Like, it was incredible uh, just to have her just do her thing. I mean, we see it all the time. Those are practice shots for Chelsea. So to see them in-game, um, it takes me by no surprise, but I'm so glad that she's getting the recognition that she's been getting because I feel like she was snubbed from All-Star. She's an All-Star guard in our league and deserve it. So she's putting people on notice, and I love when my teammates do that, so I'm behind them 100%. How does she go out there, and to me, just watching as a guy watching from the outside looking in, she goes out there and it almost looks like it's effortless, but I know it's not, right? But it looks like she's just kind of nonchalant, and then next thing I know, she's past the defender and she's at the hoop. I mean, does she, does she ever surprise you when she does that? It is very surprising because she's very <laughs> nonchalant. Like, that's her vibe. And the next thing you know, you're getting the ball out of the basket because she just put one on your head. Like, it's just, it's incredible to watch. Sometimes I catch myself just being like a spectator on the court. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So, yeah, it's definitely been a lot of fun just watching all my teammates grow.
Yeah, and, and your teammates have really grown around you. And, of course, you know, Dierica, she goes down for a little while and, and, and Kiara st- steps up. Uh, just talk about that bond that you, you, your teammates have and when one goes down, someone else is ready to step up and fill that void. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is that's the key to being a pro is understanding when your name is called, you got to be ready at all costs. It doesn't matter when it is, when it's going to happen, you got to be ready. And I think we have a lot of big pros that their roles may not come up or their accomplishments may not come up in the stat sheet, but they help bring this team together. So it's pretty awesome just to watch it all unveil. For you, how easy is it to get just relax and go play when you know you have KP, when you know you have Chelsea uh, right beside you and either one of them could get hot at any minute? Yeah, it's it's definitely a breath of fresh air because it's kind of like, you know, I'm not out there by myself. I never think that I'm out there by myself. So when I have all-star guards and when I'm surrounded by them, uh, we just rock and roll and we make things happen. So I, I'm honored just to be able to share the court with them. Again, we're talking with Asia Wilson here on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Just got a couple more quick questions for you. You were in college at South Carolina. You won under head coach Don Staley. What would it mean to you to bring a championship home to Vegas? It'll be huge. Uh, it'll be very just huge just to bring one to the city. Uh, it was great doing that for my hometown, but Vegas is my second home. So to bring one back here, uh, it'll be just a lot of fun. It will definitely mean a lot. You know, and I tell people all the time the environment there at the Michelob Ultra Arena is unmatched. It's unlike anything else. Uh, what would you like to say to the to the fans that are listening and are thinking about rolling out there? I know it's a sold-out event on Sunday, but just talking about checking you guys out on Sunday. You have to. If you can't check us out Sunday, come and check us out Tuesday. This is going to be a big series for us, of course. Uh, we need everyone from the city to check us out. But even if you can't make it to Michelob Ultra, find a bar, stay at the house, watch it, just watch it, because I think you, you'll be pretty amazed at how great this basketball game is about to be. So I'm excited to play in it. Uh, hopefully people are excited to watch. Uh, we're all pumped up. We're all excited. Final question for you. Mark Davis, the owner of the Aces and also the Raiders, is there uh, always cheering you ladies on, and he's courtside. He, he, it means so much to him. How much does it mean to you to have an owner like that? Oh, man, it means the world. Like Ownership is so key in our league. And when it comes to Mark, he'll drop everything to make sure that we're good. He's a player's first owner, and we need those type of people around us. So the energy that he brings is always a winner mentality, and, and that's what I love the most about it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch, Asia. You're a lot of fun to watch, and your teammates are as well. Your hair didn't get too messed up when you found out about being the MVP, did it? <laughs> no, no, no. My teammates knew better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Asia, thanks again. I hey, appreciate you. Congratulations on being the MVP and headed to the finals, and good luck. Thank you so much. All right, there she goes. Asia Wilson right there, two-time WNBA MVP. And if you didn't see the video, if you don't know what I'm referencing, when she found out that she was the MVP, her teammates started to pour water on her, and she said, hey, don't be messing up my hair. Don't be messing up my hair. So uh, I had to get that question in there and ask her. But uh, Asia is so much fun to watch. Uh, man, she, she puts on a hell of a show, but her teammates do as well. And I can only imagine having teammates like Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, and others to go out there and be able to put it on the line like that. And any of them could get hot at what, any time uh, it, it is a hell of a thing. And tomorrow, and I know her game is uh, a lot better than your game is. I'm just saying. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> well, we're talking about, like, the best player in the league. <laughs> if we had LeBron on the show, I could be like, yeah, I know his game is much better. Her game is much better than you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Try to throw me under the bus. I just had to throw you under the bus. You know what I mean? Because I just got to. Every, anytime we get an opportunity. She probably could beat the both of us two on one. Now, come on now. See how you, see how you are, man. See how you are. Now, just She is off the phone, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
I think we got something for it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, they're, they're fun, man. They're fun to watch, and they get their uh, finals run started on Sunday. So we definitely uh, wish them all the luck. And, and like she said, if you can't go out there on Sunday and check them out, go out there on Tuesday. But get out to the Michelob Ultra Arena. Check them out because they are a lot of fun. So there you go. Asia Wilson, two-time WNBA MVP. That's the way to get things started here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Coming up next, Kaylee Hartung. She's from Amazon Prime. She's going to be Thursday night football sideline reporter. You know sideline reporting is near and dear to my heart, something that I have my mindset on doing at some point, somewhere, somehow. She'll join us next to talk about that adventure that she's got coming up starting next Thursday. She'll talk all things NFL, including the Raiders and Chargers. It's all coming up next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Many thanks to Asia Wilson for joining us in the last segment. Talk about being a WNBA two-time MVP. Also getting the final started on Sunday versus the Connecticut Sun. It's going to be a hell of a series, man. They're a very physical team, and that's how they try to defeat the Aces, trying to be very, very physical with them. So uh, many thanks and good luck to the Las Vegas Aces. Hopefully they bring home a championship here to Las Vegas. Coming up in a matter of minutes, we have Kaylee Hartung from uh, Amazon Prime. She's going to be doing sideline reporting on Thursday Night Football, which, remember, Thursday Night Football all season long will be on Amazon Prime. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about being a sideline reporter and all things NFL. But right now, let's hustle out to the phone lines, the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Evan in Marietta. What's on your mind? Welcome to Friday's edition of Unnecessary Roughness. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, listen to the crossover edition on your podcast, and uh, I thought you showed great professionalism through that smarmy, arrogant, uh, <laughs> punk charger uh, puke. But anyway, next time you, uh, if you do another show with him, uh, wear the red shirt, okay, Q? Wear the red shirt. <laughs> that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> um, just a couple things. Uh, CBS Sports uh, looked at that. Every uh, every one of their so-called experts, like Lock and Fora, Priscal, Everyone, everyone else, uh, they picked the Raiders last or second to last. It, it's just amazing. Uh, last year, we finished 10 and 7, second in the division, made the playoffs. We've definitely improved our team, um, have a much better defense. Our defensive coordinator is not going to be vanilla soft, uh, rush four men, the worst blitz or the lowest blitzing team in the league. We're going to be more unpredictable. Uh, we have a better play caller as our coach. And I love everything I've heard from the Raider players, which is nothing. I mean, it seems like everyone has towed the line. So you talk about, are the Raider players buying in? They seem to have taken the message. Uh, they're very respectful, but they don't give out any details. They don't talk smack. They're not going to uh, dance on the Chiefs logo on the 50-yard line, I'm <laughs> confident, this year. Um, our, our team is unified, and I think we're going to show – uh, the NFL, and the so-called experts, what we're going to do on Sunday. Wear the red shirt next time. Love your show. Thanks a lot for everything, Q. You take care. Hey, man, great call. Appreciate you, Raider Evan, right there out of Murrieta. A lot of good stuff. And, yeah, I can imagine there will be no dancing on the logo before the game. Let's go back out real quick to Allen right here in Vegas. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. What's up, Q? What's up, Damon? I'm going to go quick. I know you're busy. I'm going to call Josh Jacobs, two touchdowns, 125 yards rushing. It's going to be Chargers 30, Raiders 31, Carlson game-winning field goal. He does enjoy the game. Wow, there you go. Allen in Vegas calling his shot right there. 
31-30, Raiders over the Chargers. I got it 27-20. Uh, I got the Raiders. I think that they're going to cause the Chargers to have to kick a, a couple field goals a couple times. And, you know, going back to the conversation I had with Will, uh, it wasn't really a conversation. It was just on Twitter. We were going back and forth, and he was talking about my podcast and the way I've been very confident about the, this game on, on Sunday. It just feels like these guys are under control, you know, just similar to what Raider Evans said. You know, Josh McDaniel seems very calm. He seems very relaxed. He's not – you know, he doesn't look edgy. I like to read people's body language. A lot of times, like today, I sat in the, the presser, and I didn't say a word, but I just like to watch body language. You can kind of – you could tell a lot by a person, by the way that their their movement, their mannerisms are. He just seems very confident. And the team, when you see the players, they seem like they just – yeah, that guy, we, we understand what he's talking about. We understand what this coaching staff is expecting out of us, and we're going to go out there and execute it. Again, got to talk to a bunch of players in the locker room today, Samir White, Tyron Johnson, Mac Hollins, Hunter Renfro, Devon Diablo, and they all just they all take the you know, they just take the the I don't know, they just they, they, they resemble their their leader in Josh McDaniels and the rest of the coaching staff. So we'll get back to that conversation. But right now, join us on the phone lines from Amazon Prime. She's the Thursday night football sideline reporter. That's Kaylee Hartzong. And Kaylee, thank you so much for your, your time this afternoon. How excited are you for Thursday night football next week to get started? Hugh, I am so pumped up, and your energy is making it even better. <laughs> we love you already. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. I'll tell you a secret that you might not know. Sideline reporting is, my, I think, my favorite job in football. It's something people ask me, hey, what do you want to do next? And I always say sideline reporting. And you know very well as a sideline reporter there's just something different about that job. What, what does that mean to you to be on the sidelines during a game? I love so much that you say that. And I think, you know, I've been away from sports for the last five years working in news after, you know, spending seven years between CBS College Sports Network and then ESPN. And and what I realized is what I appreciate most about the job that I think some fans don't quite recognize is that it is such a privilege that is not lost on me to get to celebrate some of the best moments in these athletes' lives along with them like whether or not they remember me being a part of that memory the fact that I get to be the first person to talk to them in front of a camera to get their reaction after they've just made some you know game saving play some huge moment that you know is the culmination of so much hard work and determination and sacrifice right like it is just a privilege to get to be a part of that and help celebrate that. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And to be right there on top of the action, be able to kind of walk up and down the sidelines and, and follow the ball if you want to. And it's just something different, isn't it, about being on top of everything and getting the instant reaction from the players and coaches? Oh, and I always say to my producers and my play-by-play guy and analyst in the booth, I say, I hope that my greatest contributions to this broadcast, the fans at home don't even realize come from me. Right, that they're the things I notice on the sidelines where I'm able to tell our truck, our director, our producer, our, you know, dozens of cameras that are on the field, like, hey, check this out. You know, hey, get a closer eye on this. I'm seeing that. Like, I am the eyes and ears of the broadcast down there in a way that nobody else is. And that's such a unique vantage point. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny for me now being back down there, right? Like, I, it was sort of like riding a bike when we did our rehearsal (laughs) broadcast for me where I had to be like, okay, now where do I need to look? You know, there's so much going on at once, but it's, and that's where the preparation comes in, right? It's like, if you 
understand the dynamics of these teams and the things you want to look out for, it, it certainly helps you clarify when there's a million different things going on around you, not to mention like tens of thousands of screaming <laughs> lunatics uh, filling the stadium, which makes it even more fun. Um because, you know, they'd all want to be where I am right. <laughs> in that moment, not to mention whoever's watching at home. So I think that you know, the challenge I always give myself is like, I can never know in, as much about these teams that I cover as their most diehard fans, you know, who right. followed these teams since birth, right? And, and, and eat and breathe the, the culture of these teams, right? But like, what I hope to do, the challenge I give myself is to make sure that I tell them something they couldn't know without being where I am. Right. No, that's, that's how I yes. hope to add value, you know? That's sure. awesome. I like that. Kaylee Hartung is our guest right now here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. I've also been telling anyone who will listen that Prime Video is is they're they're big time players. I mean they're 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 putting some heavy hitters, including yourself, uh, you know, into this action for Thursday night football and Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit is gonna be part of your team. I mean, how excited and pumped up are you just for the whole adventure with, with Prime Video? Dude, I'm just lucky to be on this team. Like I can't <laughs> even believe I made the roster. Al Michaels, <laughs> are you kidding me? Right. Are you kidding me? He is a legend in the truest sense of the word. He is the guy, the voice that I, I think anyone alive who's a sports fan thinks of when it comes to the biggest events that there are. And then I have so much respect for Kirk from, from getting to work with him at ESPN to just being a college football fan. Like they are such a dynamic duo. And I think what fans are going to recognize very quickly is that you, you can't tell that they've just started working together. Like they have that chemistry in the booth. And I don't think I'm overselling it when I say it. Um, it's very genuine and there's a mutual respect between them that I feel really lucky to get to witness. And then add on top of that, the TNF Tonight crew, right. it is so entertaining yeah. hanging out with this crew. So like Chris Thompson, I think, is the best in the business at that hosting job and absolutely the best captain of the ship for this group of misfits. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Richard Sherman are the funniest duo like they are going to have people just rolling watching this watching this pregame show and then of course um there is tony gonzalez who's such a pro's pro um at the broadcasting job and then andrew whitworth um who i've known a long time both louisiana kids he and i um and i'm so excited for for what they'll bring like that perspective fresh off the field from those guys yeah is, in, is absolutely invaluable. The way they think about things, my conversations with those guys to prepare for my games have been so helpful. Um, they, they have a pulse on things in a way that, you know, no disrespect to any veteran broadcaster uh, for a pregame show, but, like, those guys just have have a perspective that that, that you can't manufacture. No, you can't. And, you know, we got to see the 2022 NFL season get underway last night, but... When you get underway next Thursday, you have the Chiefs and the Chargers. Of course, we're here on Raider Nation Radio 920. The Raiders play the Chargers on, on, th on Sunday and to kick the season off for them. But, I mean, just what do you think about that game that you're going to be at, Chiefs, Chargers, and, and just your thoughts on the AFC West in general? I mean, the AFC West is stacked. That's not news to anyone here that's been the talk of the entire preseason. But, man, did, did the NFL do us a favor with giving us such a marquee matchup this early in the season to to kick this thing off, we couldn't we couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, of course, you look at this matchup, you think quarterbacks, and that's always going to make 
make telling the story of a game that much more fun and, and that much more engaging, right? But, I mean, I'm not going to be the person to jump the gun on, like, the demise of the Chiefs. Um, that's not that's not going to be me. But I do think there's a big question mark. I, I mean, you can't lose Tyreek Hill and not notice it. So what does Patrick Mahomes do with essentially an, an entire new receiving core? Um, figuring out that dynamic is, is going to be something. But, I mean, like, those guys have won six AFC West titles in a row for a reason. Right. So I think they've earned the benefit of the doubt to, like, let's see what happens when they actually get on the field. And then, you know, I mean, when it comes to the Chargers, like, can, can this be the year? Can yeah. they get it done? Um, you know, we've, we've seen heartbreak for Chargers fans before, um, but, but this roster is among the best in the NFL on paper. So can they put it together and, and, and live up to the billing? I don't know, but it's just incredible that we get this matchup in week two and that we're the ones that get to broadcast it. I've never been to Arrowhead. I'm just going to go ahead and say my head might explode on that field before the ball's even kicked. Like, I am, you know, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I know what it means to, to grow up in, in an atmosphere like Tiger Stadium. And I, I think Arrowhead is as close as you get to that in the NFL. And I just, I couldn't be, oh my gosh, my blood is going to be pumping. It's like that adrenaline, there is, the adrenaline in an NFL stadium, I don't doubt, is is different than a college stadium, and and certainly for me in this moment on this stage with this crew, like it's, I, I recognize the the opportunity that it is and the and the privilege that it is to get to be a part of, but also just the the demands that there are for the quality of what an NFL top tier primetime broadcast should be, and all of the pieces are in place. I really just feel lucky that that I'm I'm trusted to be a part of it. So you know, let's go, let's <laughs> kick this thing off, and um, and show everybody what the viewing experience is like on Prime Video because that's where I, I think we're going to separate ourselves. I mean, the questions being asked, like, oh, what are you guys going to do different? You know, yeah, Al Michaels has said time and time again, like, we're not reinventing the wheel when it comes to yep. broadcasting a football game. Like, Al Michaels is going to Al Michaels, and that's what everybody wants. Right, like, nobody wants Al Michaels to be anybody different. And same for Kirk. But I think it's the viewing experience that fans are going to get when you're able to access a game on a streaming service like Prime Video. I mean, come on, our attention span, all of us, like who watches a game and, and only looks at the, the television these days, right? You've got like your iPad out, you're right. looking at stats, you got your iPhone, you're on Twitter. Like you, your, your attention is divided five different ways to because you want to engage in the game on another level. And that's what Prime Video allows you to do. I think there are so many features that are really going to raise the bar for the expectation that fans have when they when they watch games. And uh, how cool is that that I get to be a part of it? <laughs> I think that you know me too well. You just described my whole lifestyle, watching the game on Twitter, doing this, doing that. You just described me to a T. So, yeah, there's that. You bring up a great point. <laughs> Again, we're talking with Kaylee Hartung right now on Unnecessary Roughness Radio Nation Radio 920. My man, DeMond's got one for you. Yeah, Kaylee, you've mentioned your Louisiana roots a couple of times, so I've got to ask you, I've got to take Uh-oh. you back to LSU. Uh-oh. Brian Kelly, how are Whoa. you feeling? What's going on there? Oh, are you yeah. feeling confident in the new oh, head ball God. coach? Oh. Man, we were having I, such a good conversation, DeMond. I, <laughs> I know. Way to really buzzkill, man. God. I you know, I've 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 been I've been a Tiger fan my whole life, born into it, really had no other choice. Um and I will always root for the Tigers. I will always root and cheer like hell for their success. Uh but this is not the way anybody wanted this new era to begin. You know, I think I think Brian Kelly was hired 
to win. Anybody who's going to be hired at LSU, anybody who's going to be hired in SEC West School is being hired to win. But I think Brian Kelly very specifically was hired um, to run the machine. You know, a place that's got all the resources in the world. It it was supposed to be a, a sort of plug and play and take advantage of everything around you and and be an adult in the room and not screw it up. And this is not not what anybody predicted, and certainly not with you know the 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 salary, if you will, that he's right. being that he's being paid. But but at the end of the day, like this is what makes college football fun, right? right. This is what makes sports fun. Like didn't see this coming. You know, props to Florida State. Like, I mean, those guys look like they just won the national championship with the way they celebrated after that game, and they deserved to be that excited. Um, but I—sorry, well, <laughs> I brought it up. Long, <laughs> long season, man. But you know, who knows? We could pull. But like, you know, we could pull out a win. Who knows? Maybe LSU goes and beats Alabama. I mean, you just—you right. never know. Crazier things have happened. Um, so let's, uh, you know, let it ride and. <laughs> just let it ride. Just let it ride. That's all, that's all you could do, Kaylee. Yep. That's all you could do is let it ride. Again, we're talking right now with Kaylee Hartung here on Raider Nation Radio 920. She'll be on the sidelines for Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime Video. You can stream it. Every Thursday Night Football game is going to be streamed on Prime Video. We're very excited about that. And uh, before we wrap up, let's bring it back uh, home. Since this is Raider Nation Radio 920, the Raiders have a lot of new. They have a new head coach in Josh McDaniels, have a new weapon for Derek Carr, his old friend, Devontae Adams, get him from Green Bay. What are your thoughts on the Raiders? this upcoming season what they could do especially with those new weapons Dude, i'm just so bummed that we don't have a raiders game in vegas yep right like we get the raiders at the rams and i think there's just i love how much excitement there is around the franchise right now i mean i the number of friends i have who are raiders season ticket holders who no surprise don't live in las vegas like i think that that is just what again another one of those things it's like great about sports that they're galvanizing a fan base in a way that they are because there's so much to be excited about so i mean i after what we saw with the rams last night i don't know what the rams look like by the time uh you guys meet because what that's late that game's late in yeah late in the season november yeah yep um when is that i'm looking at my calendar right now no it's december week 14 yeah it's late Uh, really late so (laughs) You know, golly, a lot can happen between now and then. Right. Um, but I think I think there's I think there's there's so much to be excited about and and, and good reason. Um, you know, and and a lot to a lot to prove. And I, I it's another one of those like buckle up and let's see what happens. But you got so many pieces of the puzzle in place that could just make this fun. Right. And I, I like I said, I love the excitement around it, and I think that that is. Like, that's what teams need and want. And how many teams are there out there who would die to have that sort of support and excitement around them? Um, you know, but the way you keep it is winning. So, yep. Yep. Uh, Just, good luck what, to you, Raiders. That's, Raider what, that, that's what they say, right? Just win, baby. That's what they say. So so there's that. Uh <laughs> Kaylee, before we let you go, one sideline reporter to another, and obviously you're doing it on a high level. I just did it in high school and, and uh, D3 college. But whatever. It's good times, good times. Do I you, went to a D3 school. 
Did you? Don't let, we don't, yeah. Nice. Washington and Lee University in Virginia. Nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. See, the, look, I'm telling you, it's one of the bucket you lists. It's, it's, it's one of the goals that I have in life is to be a sideline reporter. You know, I, I've been telling the Raiders for the longest that I could be their guy because they don't have one, but they're not hearing me yet. But that's okay. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. Oh, but, let's shout a little louder. Tell oh, I am. I write a letter of recommendation. <laughs> well, you know me. You, you know how much energy and how loud I am already. So they're, they're hearing me. They just haven't quite heard me yet. <laughs> <laughs> but before, before I let you go, do you not look at your calendar immediately when you get your schedule of where you're going to be to find out what areas are going to have the dome? Like the Raiders play the Rams in December. It's going to be indoors, so you don't have to worry about the weather because you know, that's very important for a sideline reporter. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? The fact that I know my entire football schedule <laughs> now and I have known it for months absolutely blows my mind. This has never happened to me. I mean, when I was covering college football, like at ESPN on Sunday, this massive spreadsheet would go out and you'd be, you know, everybody would sort of be like placing their bets on where your crew would be going the following week. But you didn't know until you got that spreadsheet. I have my entire season mapped out and it's like a blessing and a curse, right? Because I can plan. But then I look at the schedule and I'm like, Green Bay in November, you know, like (laughs) New England in December. But, But at the same time, given that this is my first season covering the NFL and, you know, that I haven't been to a lot of these stadiums, I'm like, I hope it is a blizzard in Foxborough when I'm there for the Bills and the Patriots. Like, if I'm going to be there in December, let's go. Like, right. di- like, like I'm diving in headfirst to, to those to those elements. But, yeah, are you kidding me? A dome? Bring it on any <laughs> any time. But, I mean, one of the best things about, like, th- this TNF deal in Season 1 is the schedule. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's must-see TV, like, all, every week um, and I think that's why when there are conversations about like oh you know how are people going to find you and are people going to you know prime video this side or the other I'm like NFL fans find a way yep. it's a good game on they find a way and that's what we've got is this just like insane schedule I mean Chiefs Chargers sets the tone right. um, but I, I, I couldn't be more excited for some of these venues I get to I get to go to um, but yeah, sideline reporter, sideline reporter. A lot of that has to do with uh, with the wardrobe choices <laughs> and the you know, can I feel my fingers? Right. Uh, you know, by the second quarter, exactly. I, I probably won't be able to in in, in Foxborough or Seattle. We'll go to Seattle in December. Yeah. New York in December. Like, whew, I gotta. Yeah, I should uh, soak up this LA heat wave I'm in right now while I can. Yep. Although, ugh, it's. Ex- uh, Exactly. It's, uh, it's got to be just as hot in Vegas. Right? Oh, it is. I mean, my God, it's hundred. It's been like hundred degrees here. Yeah, it's 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 a hundred plus every single day here. So yeah, I, I definitely know the heat that you're talking about. So uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. You're going to have a great time. You're going to do a great job in NFL on Prime Thursday Night Football Prime Video. You'll be on the sidelines. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet uh, in the booth. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much for your time. You've been great. We appreciate you and good luck all season. Oh, thank you so much, Q. Appreciate you. Absolutely. There she goes. Kaylee Hartung right there. Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime, NFL on Prime. You can check her out every Thursday night starting next week with a hell of a game that I know everyone in the Raider Nation will be paying attention to because it's important. The Chiefs and the Chargers, you know, the, the in my opinion, the Chargers have an opportunity to, to go 0-2 to start the season, right? There's a good chance that they go 0-2. They lose this game on Sunday, which I believe they will. And then, uh, yeah, they go to uh, Arrowhead and lose another one. They're 0-2, and in this division – you might look up and say, wait, what happened? What happened to all the, the hype and the expectations? Can you imagine the panic button that they'll hit if they start the season 0-2? And I know it's a long season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But if they start off the season 0-2, 
Ooh, buddy, you're going to start hearing Sean Payton's name. You're going to start hearing all kind of stuff. And I know it's only two games, but, man, the patience will not be long, in my opinion. 2.49 is the time. Take a quick break. Come back. Close out hour number one. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Bridget Condon from NFL Network. She'll join us at the top of the hour to talk all things Chargers as the Raiders make their ways to L.A. SoFi Stadium take on the Chargers on Sunday. Excited about that. Got a good tweet from Mike that I want to get to, but before we do that, let me go on to the phone lines and hit up and ask and talk to Raider Mike. Raider Mike, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Q, man. What's up? What's up, Big D? How you guys doing? Blessed. Man, I am so sick of these pundits touting the chokers. <laughs> it's just like, really? Every year, Three, four years in a row, you keep telling us how great this team is. Well, I guess what's the what's the term on paper? Right. That's like, just come it. on, man. Yeah, it's just it on paper. Come on, man. This this game is going to be intense, but guess what? It's going to come down to coaching. And if anyone out there says Staley is this man genius, like, uh, oh, how'd that go last night? McBay, the other man genius, really? Come on, man. This team is loaded top to bottom. Got a little little worry at right tackle. But I think we would have went out and got another right tackle if we didn't believe in Mr. Luminor. So I agree. I, I, I don't care what these pundits say. We've always taken the brunt of national media. Always have. We don't care no more. We it was be- I've been watching this team since '68. We don't care what you think about us. In 1980, they predicted us to be six and nine or six and ten or whatever it was. It don't matter. We step up. We rise, and we are so behind this team right now. Other than the Kardashians, we're gonna leave you in the dust. Get off the bandwagon. Back to your quarterback. All I got to say. Love you, boys. Can't wait to meet you guys when I get to Vegas in a couple months. Raiders! There he goes. Raider Mike right there. Good call, my man. I appreciate you. And, yeah, you know, as we had Haley Cartung on just uh, in the last segment, that's what she said about the Chargers, right? Well, they're on paper. We've heard that for a while. Are they going to be able to step up and be that team this year? That's a good storyline. And, look, I can say this for the Raiders. I, I've been talking about how good this team could be. I, I've been talking about all the talent that they have. I, I feel like that they're going to be really good, a double-digit win team this year. I think that the coaching staff is really good, but we haven't seen anything yet. So right now it's it's kind of like if you're on the Chargers side of things, and I know we're not, but if we're you know on the Chargers side of things, you can say, well, Raiders – let me see something. You know, let me, let me see. It's a whole new everything. And, and of course, you got to give the Raiders credit for going to the playoffs last year, winning 10 games. But, you know, it's a lot of new. So can everything come together? Well, everything will start on Sunday. And speaking of uh, can everything come together, my man Mike at MikeyGMB on Twitter hit me up. And Mike's not 100% sold uh, on this coaching staff, and that's okay. I, I say it all the time. It's okay not to, you know, dive all the way in and say, hey, this is going to be great, you know, because – it might not be, and I know Raider Nation has been burned many times before. They've heard people like me say how great the team's going to be, and all of a sudden they're piss poor, right? We, we, I, I know that for a fact. I've been fooled by teams before. 
Uh, and so Mike hit me up on Twitter and said, Q, your admiration for McDaniels is baffling to me. A lot of air is set to come out of the Patriot West balloon this weekend. Peace. That's from Mike. And look, I'm, I'm okay with that. Again, that, that comment is fine because, well, McDaniels has to go out there and prove it to him, to everybody. You know, he's got to prove it to his team. The team's got to prove it to Raider Nation. I mean, it, it's, it is what it is. Uh, I just – where I get the admiration from is, like I said, I like to listen to what people have to say. I like to kind of base my judgment off of what it looks like they do and the way that people are following them. And this team, I can tell you right now, follows their head coach just from being around them. And that's not me bragging that, hey, I'm around the team, this and that. that it doesn't matter. That, none of that matters. But from what I've been able to see, and part of my job is to come back and tell you what I see and what I'm feeling, and it's up to you to digest it and say, okay, Q's crazy or he's right. And so as Mike thinks that I'm crazy or, you know, it's a little baffling that I have admiration for Josh McDaniels, that's okay. McDaniels has to go out and prove himself. And if, he, if he's a terrible head coach and the Raiders stink it up and the, sale, the, the air comes out of their sale, like you mentioned, I'll be the first to say, hey, I was wrong. I have no problem with that. But as long as everyone's willing to give the credit where credit's due, and not to me, to the team, if they go out there and they live up to the expectations. That's all I ask, but I can appreciate a tweet like that. 2.56 is the time. That's a wrap on hour number one. As we start hour number two, we'll be talking to Bridget Condon from NFL Network. She'll talk all things Raiders and Chargers. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.